Hello and welcome to FinShots Daily. In today's episode, we follow MapMy India's journey to its IPO. Before we start today's episode, we have a quick announcement. We have recently launched a new endeavor called Ditto Insurance to help you purchase health and life insurance for yourself and your loved ones. Ditto comes with a spam-free guarantee and we answer your queries free of cost, even if you don't buy from us. So head over to the link below for unbiased personalized insurance advice. Rakesh Verma, the founder of MapMy India said in an interview in 2009, quote, "Every car and every mobile handset in India should have a MapMy India map loaded." Unquote. 12 years on, that statement is at least half true. If you visit a car dealership and ask them what inbuilt navigation app their cars use, you will probably hear the name map my india it doesn't matter whether it's the indian owned mahindra the chinese owned british origin morris garages or mg or even the luxury germany based mercedes benz the answer will likely remain the same what's even more impressive with a decades head start in the mapping space map my india has cornered an 80% market share in the business to business or b2b segment helping other companies with their mapping requirements and before we get to the heart of this story a bit of background the year is 1993 coca cola had just resumed operations in india after acquiring thumbs up right about this time the company had a dilemma a cartographical one they had to figure out how to divide territories for their bottlers they wanted no overlaps and minimize disputes They needed precise maps and MapMy India promised to offer such a solution. In fact, it's still how the company makes most of its money by licensing its massive digital database of maps covering over 98% of India's roads or 6.5 million kilometers. Companies like Coca-Cola used it to optimize their bottling operations. Telecom companies use their services to better allocate network towers and those car manufacturers cough up a pretty penny just to make sure their customers don't get lost while driving they also have deals with government agencies for instance they work with the central board of direct taxes to help them understand the spatial distribution of taxpayers in the country the income tax department can then use this information to understand how income is distributed across the country and perhaps even target potential tax evaders with these many revenue streams you would think that the company would be posting solid top line figures each year and while that is indeed true it's also a profitable entity they made close to 60 crores in the previous financial year and They've already posted close to 50 crores in the first half of FY 2022. Remarkable numbers. The only problem, this industry is extremely competitive. And considering the fact that 80% of its revenue comes from just 25 customers out of the total 2000 odd clients the company boasts, there's a concentration risk here. A couple of big customers walking away could have a massive impact on the business. But what about Google Maps? Shouldn't that be the biggest threat to the company? Well they are, but it's more complicated than that. There's no doubting the fact that Google Maps owns the B2C segment, but Map My India is trying to catch up. The company just released its app last year targeting Indian consumers. It promised to do everything that Google Maps does and then some more. 
For instance, as the pandemic unraveled, the app promised to offer updates on COVID-19 containment zones as well. There's also the fact that the government recently tweaked a rule affecting every company in the mapping industry, both Indian and foreign. The new rules allow private Indian companies to use high-precision satellite imagery without all the bureaucratic red tape. In other words, the company can produce far more accurate maps and it's already working with the Indian Space Research Organization or ISRO to get this wrapped up. However, if a foreign-owned digital company wants to do the same thing, they would have to partner with an Indian company. Meaning, if Google Maps wants to show you the location of that pizza place with pinpoint accuracy, it may have to start licensing the sub-1 meter mapping from someone like MapMyIndia. And while MapMyIndia may not entrench itself in the minds of customers like us yet, it could still earn money from consumer solutions, albeit indirectly. Having said that, there are some massive challenges here as well. MapMyIndia is unlikely to become as ubiquitous as Google Maps, simply because they don't have access to an operating system like Google. Google Maps is the default solution for all Android users, and this status quo isn't changing anytime soon. There's also the fact that reviews are mixed right now. Some people seem to think that MapMyIndia could in fact be a viable alternative to Google Maps. However, others find it buggy, cluttered, and suboptimal for daily use. But in any case, MapMyIndia clearly has a USP in the B2B space, and if they can replicate some of this success in the B2C industry, the company could go a long way. P.S. The IPO is open from the 9th to the 13th of December. The shares are priced in the range of 1000 to 1033 and it's entirely an offer for sale. That means no fresh money will go into the company, but existing shareholders will have the opportunity to exit or trim their positions. The company states that it has enough cash right now and doesn't need the money to expand. However, you could look at this and say, if it has such great prospects, why are existing investors cutting their position? Thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you want to share your feedback or suggestions, do drop us an email to hi at the rate finshots.in. Until next time.